Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast episode 133 and my special guests today are Joey and James from the band Bloodhounds. Uh, They've currently got a couple of singles out right now you can check out on the streaming services, Imminent Funk and Pit of Snakes. Uh, great tracks if you like just sort of like alt rock grunge type sound. Um, but they sound it sounds massive, sounds great. Uh, go check them out, honestly. Uh, stop this now. Go check out the music. Come back, listen to them talk. Um, it was a very fun interview. Really enjoyed it. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Just want to give a shout out to uh, the people who uh, downloaded, listened, and streamed the uh, yesterday's podcast with Mike and Ming from uh, Comic Book Men. Great, great feedback. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a good fun for those of us. It was a really good fun interview to do um, to chat to those people off the telly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I uh, just want to say thank you to everyone who's downloaded that so far. Um, if you're just catching up, um, there's a whole bunch of podcasts you may want to get back and look into um but go back into the archive and have a look at those i've got loads more coming up as well got loads of interviews lined up uh so these things will keep coming um we'll try and keep you occupied as we go through another looks like a couple of months of uh, lockdown or at least semi-lockdown at this point um but yeah um without much further ado i'm going to give you joey and james from bloodhounds guys enjoy I would like to welcome uh, Joey and James from the band Bloodhounds. Welcome, guys. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. How are you guys doing today? It's uh, another one of those lockdown days, you know? Doing the same thing, day in, day out, bored. <laughs> what are you guys actually doing during the days, like during these uh, lockdown days, if you will? James was still working, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm still working from home, so I'm managing to actually get some things done. Like, okay. it's stopping my brain from turning to complete cheese, so I'm still being able to work my 9 to 5 from home, which isn't too bad. But, uh, yeah, it's, it still feels like all the days are merging into one, even though uh, I'm working still. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. For the first time, I actually wish I was working, because I'm, I'm just waking up and doing the same thing over and over and over again. Well, I'm saying that. People are probably going to want to slap me now for saying that, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah, things can only be fun for so long. Yeah, that's true. I don't ask you what you're actually doing day to day. Same thing, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll leave that to the yeah. imagination of the listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, we're here to talk about your band uh, Bloodhounds. Um, so uh, basically, I mean, to me um, and probably quite quite a few of my listeners, uh, you're a new band, a band they probably haven't heard of yet. Um, I've only just discovered you myself. Um, but yeah, I was wondering if we can get a little uh, a little story on the journey so far, like how you guys came to be and where you're at right now. Oh, go on then, Joe, as you were here before, uh, before me by, uh, by a little bit. God, do you want to start <laughs> this one off? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a weird one. I mean, it was myself and Jack. The Jack Mead, the, the lead guitarist, we uh, were in lots of bands before, kind of hardcore bands, a lot kind of from heavier backgrounds. And then we just, um, yeah, we didn't really do anything for two years and we were best mates before and we thought, let's just make some music, get in a room together, start doing something. And then I think we wrote Hounds and Traps on the first couple of sessions. I think it was me on guitar and singing. Um, he was playing drums and then 
um, our drummer and our bassist, Tom and Mike, basically put up a Facebook status. Uh, it was Mike the drummer, and he was basically saying, um, oh, God, I really miss being in a band. I want to be in a band again. And Reno back from college, and, and we always kept saying, if we were in a band, um, who would be getting drums? Because he was just doing it temporarily. So we think, well, it's, it's got to be Mike, surely. You know, he was the best drummer in college. And then, yeah, I think about a week after we had that conversation, he put that Facebook status up, and I just tagged him straight away. And I was like, it's meant to be. It's meant to be now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then we were four pieces for a bit, and our bassist Tom went away to France for a bit, and then in stepped James. Um, couldn't get rid of him, the leech, so Tom came back. <laughs> Fair enough. Then, yeah, five-piece ever since. But no, yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty much what I want. Yeah, cool. Beautiful child. Cool. Um, whereabouts in England are you from? Oh, kind of south, basically. It's um, Hampshire, Southampton, Basingstoke Way. Oh, okay, cool. All right, that's relatively local to me then. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird place, Hampshire, because you've got... I mean, you've got some really good music based like Bournemouth and yeah, and Southampton and places like that. But then you've also got Winchester on the same side, so quite varying. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm actually based in Surrey, so I'm not too far away. I'm actually on the Surrey-Hampshire border. So, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 up that way, and then uh, I was in a band many moons ago, and we played a lot of shows down that sort of way, down sort of Bournemouth, Southampton, uh, Winchester, all that kind of all those places you just mentioned. So. Um, there's some great venues yeah i got some good venues uh, good memories of uh the railway inn in winchester yeah yeah is that yeah the railway venue yes it is is. yeah it is it is yeah yeah we've um one of one of our first ever shows well in our first sort of five shows we did at the railway Mm. when we were very very young band so yeah that was the um it was the chester bennington tribute show wasn't it yes Um, Ah. Yeah, it was yeah, a couple of bands. I forgot who they're who they're called now, but they basically got together like a tribute band for that night. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, it was a really, really awesome night actually because they got some people on from all the bands that were playing on stage and, and guessing and I think I did one of the songs. I've forgotten what one it is now, but yeah, it was uh, that was a really good, really good night. But but yeah, Railway, um, Your Way, you got obviously Boiler Room in Guildford as well, starring. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I know the star quite well. I actually DJ there every couple of months. So or when when we were allowed to go out. Um. <laughs> I absolutely love that venue. That yes. is one of that's one of my favourites playing there. Yeah. I think we played there with a band called the Rattlebacks actually, who have become like really big friends of ours now. Oh, nice. Um, and they're sort of like up and coming yeah and yeah there's seeing them going off and doing lots of good things as well so cool oh, yeah that's as well. well hopefully once we're back up and running with allowing to go out and stuff and you guys come play down the boiler room where i'll be there so uh, oh, yeah because i'm hopefully fingers uh, crossed yeah I'll, I'll, yeah um i'm 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 based in camberley so um there's not really many venues in, well there's not any venues in camberley apart from the agent court <laughs> but that's very does very few like gigs these days well, that's what we're finding. There's all these kind of towns here and there that we're starting to kind of venture out to that I know you haven't really heard of a, a music scene around and then you'd find these little gems, these little pubs. Yeah. We did one up in um, Lincoln, wasn't it? Uh, Liquor in Lincoln, if you've heard of that place. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's awesome. You just go up there and it's right by the river. Nice. But, yeah, everything's just in kind of 500 walking distance. We've got a hotel that was pretty much just before lockdown. Nice. 
um, yeah, it's absolutely class. There's a, a bar and a boat as well, which isn't ain't too great if you're drunk. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's just like sways from side to side slightly. So you're going up to order a drink, going, "Oh, do I need this extra drink?" <laughs> slightly rocking, like, "Oh no." <laughs> amazing i'll have to recommend that to a few friends um (laughs) cool so um where would you say because i I listened to your you got two songs out right now on the sort of on the streaming services webs uh on the webs uh you've got imminent funk um and you've got uh pit of snakes as well uh which two tracks the only two tracks i've heard of yours um and uh no i really like them they've kind of got a real good kind of um sort of grungy rock and roll sort of feel to them um i was just curious as to your like influences and stuff because I, I sort of got a vibe of like a, a miles kennedy vibe kind of sound garden that kind of thing going on um yeah what where where do your sort of musical influences lie i mean you pretty much get the nail on the head that one <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it is exactly that um but we i mean we all love the same kind of music like kind of grunge bands mm. Um, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Alterbridge is a massive band that we love. Um, <clears throat> lots of newer bands as well, like Slaves, Idols, Frank Carter, Rattle Snakes, kind of lots of UK music coming up, which is a bit heavier. So, and Shikari as well. So, you, you, you had, had them guys on, and, and they're one of the kind of bands which uh, they're doing it kind of all independent as well, and not, not yeah. signed to a label. So, it's kind of the way that, that we're kind of looking to go go down. Yeah, that's what I was, I was curious about. What was your sort of plans with the sort of music that you're making? I mean, have you got, um, see, things have kind of been thrown up in the air right now, but have you have you got plans for an EP or an album or anything you're putting together? Uh, we we released our first EP, like, uh, oh, it must have been like a year, year two years back now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then we've released these first, like, sort of two singles off our upcoming album, okay. which... But the brakes have kind of been put on that uh, uh, somewhat, a little bit. Not, not. Uh, there's still things going on in the background, but um, you know, it, things have been set back a little bit with what's going on yeah. in the world at the moment. But um, we have it pretty much 100% written. We just got a few bass tracks to put down, and that's and that's it. It's it's, it's done, and we'll be ready to go. So we're just looking to get sort of a. a get some sort of hype surrounding that hopefully but yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's sounding it's sounding good actually from what we've um what we've written well i say it sounded good <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean you know i, I hope it's, it is i hope it is this um, is one of the things we, we don't uh i mean we've been working on it for so long now just kind of doing bits here and there because obviously we're all kind of working at the same time as doing this it's yeah. can't sit in a studio for two weeks and just smash it out as much as we'd love to we kind of have to go back doing bits um here and there but we wouldn't do it to a good quality as well so we don't want to kind of skimp out anything so we've really been taking our time to uh, go through it with a fine tooth comb and um yeah no i'm really really excited it's it's pretty much all all done as james said we just got a couple bass uh tracks to do um after that it's it's pretty much hopefully we start um we start releasing uh what within the next couple months hopefully yeah cool yeah, that's our, that's our sort of aspiration for it. Next couple of months, we'll get everything down and sorted. Yeah. And then we'll start getting more information then, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, <laughs> this lockdown allows it. Start yeah. And stuff. yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I'm really excited for it. We've got, a, we've got um, some quite a few tracks on there that make you do the riff face. 
And then we've got quite a few tracks that are a bit more like a somber, darker sort of approach uh, as well. A bit more, like a little bit more ballady, but uh, dark and grungy at, at, at the same time. So I'm hoping that that, that like piques people, people's interest as well. I think we didn't really win any, um, especially coming from kind of like a more, more hardcore background. Obviously, I love that music to a passion, but it's, it's sometimes it can be a bit samey. We wanted to try and make it so each each song's a bit different to the last one. You can kind of pick out any song, and it just gives you gives you kind of different emotion, different feelings. So I'm I'm, no, I'm really really excited to get out. Cool, cool. And you said you're going down the independent route. What was the sort of um, what was your sort of like um, direction for that? Because um, I I only ask because I, I when I was in a group uh, band, um, we were independent. We released our stuff off their own back and everything, and it's it's quite a task. Um, I was just curious as to your sort of like outlook on it. So my motivation for that in particular is to say, um, look, uh, we can do this. You can do it too. And then maybe sort of set out a framework that we can give to um, bands that might not have like that sort of direction mm. to say to them, oh, this is the framework that we used. Um, how, why don't you try this? That would be my like aspiration because yeah. I, I do want a career and future in the music industry in wh- whatever form. That, so that would be my sort of uh, mo- motivation for for doing that sort of carve out a name for ourselves and yeah. then pass pass the buck, so to speak, to other to other up and coming bands that might not have uh, uh, the sort of means to do the that same, themselves. Same failures that that we did to kind of learn the certain lessons. This is, I suppose, learning from people that have been there, isn't it? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we we we'll make the mistakes so that then other people can uh, hopefully learn, hopefully learn from them. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully That's some good. some things aren't mistakes as well along the way. Yes. But but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean I can I can sort of like um uh sort of like I've gone through it. Um, I've 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 been through the mis- a lot of mistakes. Um, and but I've been through a lot of highs as well, and it kind of like it does outweigh heavily the the highs are much better than the the lows in this case um but you, you know if you're if you've got the sort of like mindset to go independent with it do it um i always sort of encourage bands if they're never sure because a lot of like um like there was back when i was younger a lot of the mentality was like kind of you know want to get signed by you know either the the big indie label that's kind of kicking around out there or a major label um few of my friends were fortunate enough to get signed to major labels um i wasn't um (laughs) um, but no just like having like it wasn't um there wasn't so much of the resource there is now um in Mm. order to do the independent releases like back then it was all about kind of physical product it was kind of the really aging myself here but like the birth of the mp3 and all that kind of stuff um that was yet to happen our first sort of like proper recording release was given away free on a cd like we did three tracks and we printed the CDs, like had them properly manufactured. And we gave them out free. Yeah. Wonders. Did that sort of like, oh, it was about five or six years again down the line. Didn't work as well yeah. um, because people weren't listening to CDs. You know, mm-hmm. we, we didn't think to adapt to put it on like a USB stick or something, you know? Um, yeah. I, I think that um, there's a, now is probably one of the best times to be a, musician with yeah. the ease of distribution of your of your music you know yeah. someone can click two buttons and listen to your track yep and i and i think that's i think that's 
that's brilliant because it can really help you sort of help bands that may not have seen uh, any sort of light are now emerging and people are hearing what they have to offer, which yeah. I think is giving, um, yeah, it's just making the music scene a very like fruitful place, really. Yeah, no, it's exactly it. I was going to sort of say it gives you kind of a level playing field now. Um, yeah. Whereas before it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily cost you much to get your music onto the streaming services you can go through like cd baby you can go through um i'm trying to think of things like distro kids stuff like that um and and you can get your music on spotify apple music um title whatever Mm. format you want it on um but it does like i feel that the sort of physical product is coming back to be more desirable now as well so there is that element to it like especially with like resurgence of vinyl for instance that's kind of a a big thing for me because i love vinyl um (laughs) but i also love cds um and i like having the physical artwork and everything in my hand just to kind of like say something you know um there's something there rather than owning a digital file it's it's difficult isn't it because i think like the the sales of vinyls went above and beyond the cd sales for the first time in a while yeah but then like you, you can't exactly give out vinyls for free at shows and stuff. So no, so no. <laughs> that's where CDs come in handy. So I mean, obviously, I would be having printed vinyls. So damn how expensive they are to to print, but I can't imagine they'd be too cheap. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the things everyone wants to do vinyls. Everyone wants to buy vinyls. They look good, and, you know, it can be decorative, and, and you can listen in. It's nostalgic as well. So mm. I think we're going cycles. Like you might find in ten years, CDs might become popular again. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> the cassette tape you know <laughs> yeah well that happened for a bit that it happened for a bit it did they tried to get a cassette record a cassette day didn't they like record store day um i don't think it picked up as well i've got a couple of new cassettes to be fair i did get i've been like i picked up bits from bands and stuff but it came with digital codes so uh, i don't actually have a tape uh, player so <laughs> got a couple of turntables uh, but you know that's a that's a good way to distribute your sort of like digital codes actually just have a cassette which i can't which i can imagine would be quite uh would be cheaper than vinyl you just say oh buy our cassette but you also get a download with it so you you know you got the got the physical thing to look at but yeah. then you know you primarily listen to it through um through digital that's, yeah. that's a good idea i like that i like the idea of that yeah. write that down it's good yeah, I'm writing it down. I've got my writing it down on my hand. I don't have a notebook in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> the first car I had had a cassette player, and the only thing that I had on it to play was Ronan Keaton, and it was a single. <laughs> and there was, oh, what's that song? Oh, you say your best when you say nothing now. That one. Um, oh, man. Matt Thomas used to drive around singing that. Don't okay. sing it, Joe. You're going to get copyright striked on oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Bleep that bit out. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse it. We good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so obviously, uh, do you guys have any sort of like um, plans post-pandemic, apart from obviously the album side of things? Have you made any plans for later in the year? I know it's difficult, but... Just... Yeah, well, we had some sick shows coming up, didn't we? They've been rescheduled. We got um, Danny Wasnop. Nice. Pants of Tame, whilst not, I think, yeah, whilst not. Um, yeah, so I was having a moment then. Um, in when's that November the 21st? Yeah, that's been rescheduled to then, yeah, might not be the 21st, don't quote me on that, but yeah, no, we've got him in November, we've got um, Marzi and the Moths album release, Marissa and the Moths, yeah, so the Moths, there you go, nice. Um, 
I can't read words today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we we got some um, got some cool gigs coming up. We have been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes recently, so quite annoying. We haven't been able to see the fruits of our labour yet, but mm. I think once all, all the album stuff's done, it will be kind of plug in that. Yeah. Um, hopefully, kind of a, a tour at the other side of that as well, just kind of promote a bit more. But cool. I mean, when, when everything's done, we can release a lot more and announce a lot more. But for the moment, lockdown's kind of put us in a difficult position. Yes. Yeah. No, it's done it to everyone. To be fair, um, it, it, I just wanted to sort because like some bands are making plans, like post this, like they've said, like we're going to go out and tour, we're going to go out and you know do whatever. Um, a lot of band, a few bands that I've actually spoken to have actually now delayed their albums. Yeah. Um, till sort of later this year. Um, I think it was, uh, who was it? I spoke to uh, Maud the Moth, different, um, and she was, yeah, she's now delaying her album. I think Lamb of God as well have done that as well. So, um, yeah. <laughs> the, the, few, the few singles from that Lamb of God record are sounding mighty good. Yes. <laughs> mighty oh, good. The, the Crazy album, good. The album is really good. Um, I've got a copy of it. <laughs> and I, I've been told strictly to keep hold of it, but um, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, unfortunately, I can't. I can't. But it, the album uh, is really yeah. good. I, I have to say, um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I've I, obviously I got like the press release version, so the promo every version time. But every um, time you're hovering over the share button, there's a sniper there just aiming at you, waiting yeah, for you to click. Pretty much, there's like they've <laughs> they've watermarked the MP3. So if I do share them. And they go yeah. out everywhere. They're all tagged with my name and everything, so it it, it leads directly back to me. So that's pretty clever. How do you do yeah, that? Um, I'm not sure about what what the encoding is. Um, I think I I remember doing something to the effect with sort of my music at one point. Um, but it's just like putting codes within encoding like the MP3s and oh. making it unrewritable kind of like content in the actual coding. So it goes through then uh, yeah but it's a good album it's a good album so you know mm. so i think september now is the uh september yeah oh, yeah i'm waiting for that one <laughs> yeah <Waiting for laughs> cool. i'm sure they'll release some other tracks and it'll probably get leaked at some point as as most of these things do so uh, i'm sure there's another person out there that's not as nice as me so um <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um i was just um uh what was it gonna go now yeah let's go for this one so i've got like i said a couple of questions uh left for you um these are my kind of like generic questions if you will um but yeah no these are i don't know because you listen to the enter shikari one yes um, yeah the the final couple of questions that i ask everyone is basically their top three albums um it's the first question it's for each of you uh the top three albums that kind of made you um the musician that you are today the ones that kind of made you pick up the guitar the ones that made you pick up the microphone and want to sing kind of thing um so yeah if one of you wants to go first all right, I've got I've got some I've got an idea for this is uh so um the uh the thing that really made me pick up guitar and I I'm not sure if this is cheating because it's kind of a greatest hits album but it kind of isn't at the same time. It's, you know Led Zeppelin's Mothership. Yeah. Yeah, that is the I remember distinctly being 14 in school uh so about 11 years ago. Um uh, I've just well I've just dated myself there aren't I but uh, yeah about 11 years ago um <laughs> saying listening to that album from start to finish multiple times and then just thinking right i need to pick up a guitar now and i just yeah. wouldn't stop bugging my parents until 
they got me a guitar and it wasn't actually my uh, parents that got me the guitar in the end it was my granddad who just ah. bought me from a car boot sale a nylon stringed classical guitar <laughs> for a tenor with like okay. the neck all bowed out of shape really hard to fret everything and i was just sat in my room trying to strum out smoke on the water on this really really difficult <laughs> to play guitar um but yeah i stuck with it for a year and then my parents went oh actually you know there might be something uh to this you know he's like stuck with it for a certain amount of time it's not just a phase it's not just a fad so then they bought me like a little encore starter kit i've actually still got here today actually it's oh. just like behind me on my uh behind me on my guitar rack and nice. then i just sort of went went from there really but um yeah well, other two would be more recently bad motor finger by soundgarden yes is such a good album it's sort of like for me that one really marks like the the soundgarden coming into their own sound yeah because they uh what was the album before joey louder than love that's the one that was kind of like quite yeah that's the one kind of like quite yeah, it was kind of quite hair metally, and then they sort of uh, developed on their sound, and then found their own sort of like feeling of their music, and made it, uh, made it into Bad Motorfinger. And it's just like just the the breadth and diversity of sounds you hear on that album it just blows me away still now. That's nice. such an amazing album. It is a it's good. good. Yep, it's good. And then probably. I'd say my favourite album of all time would be Songs for the Deaf by Queens of the Stone Age. Cool. Good choice. Uh, just because the concept's cool. Yep. Just getting in, a, getting in a truck and driving across the Nevada desert, and this is what you hear on the radio on the way. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It paints that picture so vividly, and it it's does. just yeah, yeah, really cool. And big riffs on it as well. Huge riffs. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Excellent. Excellent choices, all of those. Fantastic. Cool. Man, that's difficult to compete with now. Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's difficult. I mean, obviously, I, I came into singing relatively late. Before, I was, I was always playing guitar. So, obviously, bands like The Who, Motorhead, ACDC, obviously, I loved. But yeah. album-wise, listening from from start to finish, and actually not, you know, being able to skip a single song and just being able to to listen to all of it. I mean, um, Old Bridge, one album. Obviously, you mentioned there's a, a little hint of Alter Bridge in our music. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, that's a massive compliment because that band are insane. Uh, Miles Kennedy's singing and his songwriting as well. He's, he's also a brilliant songwriter. And um, songs like Find the Real is one of my favourite songs. Uh, and that's, I think, the first track on the album. So, I mean, just starting an album with that riff is insane. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely one. Um, Audio Slaves self titled. Yep. Definitely got to pick that. Um, Chris Cornell is and probably one of the best singers of all time. I know I'm going to be biased because that's my opinion. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he just, as Jack Black said, he, he, he hits this note in between two notes and he's just, how do you do that? Yeah. And it's insane. Um, but again, that's just hit after hit. Um, and Tom Morello's guitar playing and just songwriting again is, is insane. Um, and I think that Fusion because Rage Against the Machine, which funny enough is my third one, um, <laughs> they're, they're self titled. Um, obviously, you've got Zach on the vocals doing this amazing lyricism and, and rapping, but then you mix that with, with rock, the music element with rock, and you've got Audio Slave, and it's just a perfect combination. Yeah. So, yeah, them three albums for me, cool. uh, I just think 
have shaped me massively. Excellent, excellent. All good albums, to be fair. I can't knock any yeah. of those, to be honest. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm trying. I'm trying. No, I can't. Um, <laughs> and finally, what what are your sort of like hobbies away from music? So when you're not um, when you're not playing, writing, whatever, with Bloodhounds and stuff, what what do you guys do as sort of like um, hobbies? Oh man, I mean, it's difficult because we're always doing band-related stuff in some form or other. Yeah. Um, if if we're not playing gigs, then uh, I mean, we're, we're writing songs or uh, we spend. I mean, Jane spends a lot of time over here when it's not locked down. Um, writing songs, just listening to music together. Um, apart from that, I mean, I like to make videos. I've been doing some for little bands, or I say little bands, or little bits for bands here and there. Um, I did little bits of scolds on their release that has literally came out. What was it? Friday just gone, James? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, their EP Life Taker, wasn't it? On the yeah, yeah, the Friday album. just gone. No, yeah, it's, oh, it's album. Yeah, insane. it's nine track in it. Yeah, but but it's they're insane. they're a phenomenal band. There, um, Adam Cox is is one of our really close mates. So, um, yeah, he's been working so hard on that. So that's come out. So I've done a little uh, kind of album stream for that. Cool. He's got another project with someone else called Scott Swinsco. Um, sick vocalist again uh, but he's got something called Equinox so that's uh, coming out I think 8th of May I've done a little video for them um, Pop Natch playing games that's all I've been doing okay cool what what games are you playing oh I'm a I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to games uh, Dota 2 man um, PC games Dota 2 yeah bit of Rocket League here or there but yeah I'll get a proper sweaty with it uh, <laughs> get the headset on get a coffee going like you can't talk to me I'm, I'm like a horse of blinkers I'm, I'm just focused on that and that only <laughs> cool James you're a big gamer is James gone? oh no I'm here hello hello, hello. <laughs> it's your turn oh it's my turn okay <laughs> yeah 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 no I'm pretty much the same to be honest I'm just like an avid gamer when it um, in my free time that's not like playing guitar or doing anything band related if i'm not if i'm not doing anything like i've just bought a new toy so it's like a kemper and it's like you load uh rigs onto it and you'll you play your guitar through it and you can get pretty much any recorded amp in the world and stick it onto there so when i'm not searching through that and just looking for new tones and new sounds that i can make with it then yeah pretty much oh, mate. every so, single day i get a message from james <laughs> going oi look at this new tone i think i found a new tone i'm gonna use live <laughs> it's like every other day i'm like oh i found this new brick yeah it's this this amp with this cab and then i've tweaked it slightly yeah i got rid of some of the nasty frequencies <laughs> and bits and i'm just like always doing that it's like sat on my pc right now it's on just lit up like a christmas tree i'm just always like <laughs> twiddling around with that but yeah when i'm not doing that i pretty i play um i play video games pretty much okay. i just, just completed the witcher 3 wild hunt recently oh yeah that was that's an incredible game and uh yeah resident evil 3 the remake that just came out yep yeah that's great as well i just completed that that was a that was a great game as well but yeah that's, that's pretty much what I get up to in my spare time. <laughs> Excellent. No, that's all good. It's all good. Well, um, Joey, James, thank you for your time. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Um, good luck with um, all your, all, basically everything you're going to do coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need it. That. Um, but yeah, no, I hope you guys stay safe during the, uh, the shutdowns and whatnot. And I do intend to come see you once we're out. Um, and once you guys are out and about. So if you come play up this way, um, I will 
do my best to be there. Um, yeah. I think after I'm this just... whole thing, I'm going to just stay out all the time. <laughs> yeah, we'll just both. live on the streets together yeah that'll be the next thing um but yeah no thank you very much guys and um yeah like i said uh good luck with everything and um yeah have a good rest of your day perfect mate thanks for having us Legend. yeah thanks so much mate yeah thanks Take very much care. bye-bye